0: Today, we have a very special guest. Her name is Marcia Martin. She's a global speaker, a corporate executive, and a transformational thought leader. She has trained over 300,000 people and has taken them to their full potential. She has helped amazing people like Jack Canfield, Tony Robbins, Lynn Twist, T. Harvey Eckert, and Robert Kawastaki. So we are so honored to have her as a guest today, because I know she can help you. Now, Marsha, to get where you are, you've had to climb a mountain of adversity. How did you get there?
1: Well, actually, I had a very interesting background. My aunt, when I was a a teenager was an esoteric astrologist and a clairvoyant healer. And I interned with her and I learned about energies and chakras and meditation and that how I could look at the world is I could have anything I dreamed. And then when I was just in my very early 20s, I happened to be at the right place at the right time. And I met a man by the name of Warner Earhart and i was in his first seminar there were 20 of us in san francisco in 1971 and he made me the vice president of this new company he called est we just started with one seminar and 20 people and now, i was there for 10 years
0: can i just ask you again our younger generation yeah. has never heard of est can you? Yes, and
1: now it's okay. called Landmark Forum. So they okay. might so have heard of Landmark.
0: Let, let's explain what everybody what EST is and how it applies okay. to today.
1: EST was and is now known as Landmark Forum, an educational personal development company that started in the early 70s when we started the human potential movement. And the human potential movement was when the flower children kind of got together and said, we should have love. And everybody was looking to see how do you be a better person? And they started teaching how your mind works and how your emotions work and how energy works and how you can think and how you can be responsible. And several educational companies popped up or started doing seminars to have three and four and five day trainings where people would come and they would learn to think differently And they would learn to be responsible. And that particular company became the motherlode. And we trained millions and millions of people around the globe. And I was the vice president for 10 years.
0: Let me ask you the question. Do you think those principles apply today?
1: Oh, my God. They applied 3,000 years ago. It's all of the same things that we learned in every great book and every great master ever taught. It was just done in a way where it was ready for people to take it in that particular format,
0: uh, which is course, get together in a seminar. You know, at times I'm going to play the devil's advocate in this because that's what we need in this, and I think we got to bring that message out. So
1: yeah, I,
0: I know they apply. I know they yeah. definitely apply. They apply to my life, and they apply to your life. And they apply to those phenomenal big speakers like Jad Cat. Canfield, Robert Kiyosaki, the people that I admire. again, they wouldn't be there without getting those principles in their soul. Right.
1: Well, and I had the opportunity because of where I was at the time to have those people be people that I consulted and they hired me to run their businesses and I coached them and I had some of them as my students. So, you know, I am actually known as the godmother of the human potential movement, Because I've been there since the very beginning, and I've pretty much trained everybody there is. And I won't tell you how old I
0: am because of my white hair. I think I've had it since birth.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're up there, aren't we?
0: (laughs) We are up there. But the good thing is we remember everything, and we can bring everything home to this younger generation that needs these messages. And with COVID, they need these messages every more. As we talked about before our show, everything's messed up. Everything's not functioning Mm -hmm. properly. Daily, you have to jiggle everything, touch everybody, make sure they're functioning properly. Otherwise, the whole thing's going to fall apart right now. I I,
1: I also think, though, on the other side of that is this was a good thing for everyone also because it made people stop. And I think that how the world was going before COVID was everybody was just going either fast or slow, but in the same direction towards an unsustainable future. And how we handle the earth, how we handle ourselves, how we handle each other, how we handle community. It was all going down a road that wasn't going to end up in a good place. And at least now, if people stop and think about what is valuable and how they want to live their lives and what really is important, there's a chance that at least somebody will say, "Okay, well, maybe I'll make a different choice of which path I'm on. That's my hope,
0: you know, I don't know how and I I know from our talk before you believe in God, but to me, I think it was God's plan again to say, uh, you know, you need to correct this thing. It's going off the track, people. Don't keep going the way you are. It's not sustainable. You can't do this crap anymore. Otherwise, the planet isn't going to survive. So he gave us a break. I mean, 18 months of being locked awake. 18 months. I mean, in Alberta, where I'm living right now, we're going through another nasty time of COVID. Mm. Now, Alberta is a rather interesting place. It's a place where uh, 90% of the world's oil reserves are, but they're locked.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. They're locked
0: in oil sands, they're mixed with sand. So it's hard and expensive to get it out of the ground. Okay. Mm. And it's landlocked. So we have to get it to the United States or otherwise. Now, your president refused to let our pipeline go through when he was, So that's a big confluffle of things. Thank goodness there's trains, because it could go by train. It doesn't really matter. It's going to get there. People need it. But the whole thing is this. I think it's a break. I think it's a good break. I think it's a way to recalibrate. I was on a talk show in Los Angeles last week. And at the talk show the announcer would say, how could this be a good thing? I said, look, it's a necessary thing. It hurt a lot of people and a lot of people are suffering. But now it's time to repair the damage
1: and move forward. I totally agree. And I think that people are really reevaluating what's valuable for them, how they want to live their lives, what they want to do. If they want to go to that same job they've been at for 10 years and just have their life be about nine to five or if they want to live where they're living, or if they want to you know, be caught up in the swept awayness of, you know, just get more money, get more things. And I think people have stopped and are recalibrating, like you're saying. I think you it's know, a good I, thing.
0: You know, my own self. I'm in an age now that I've really want to downsize, you know. And my I used yeah. to have a Lexus, my wife used to have a BMW. He said, why? We've got one Ford Explorer between the two of us now. She works in the home. She's on phone calls right now talking to patients. I'm talking to you. I'm gonna have this podcast out in a couple of weeks. The answer is we really reevaluated where we need to be. We we said, really, is that the life we really want? Is that the life we need to be in? Is that the life we would want to be in? The answer was absolutely not. We were running an unsustainable life as well. One, where we, we were going at breakneck speed. You know, it's called breakneck speed for a reason. <laughs>
1: <To> break <laughs> your neck. <laughs> exactly.
0: And I think that's what people have to realize, is that this break was a necessity from the thing. And you know, this thing about wearing masks, you know, the mask you wear protects the other person. You know, you have colds, you have the flu, you have other things. You really shouldn't be passing it on to other people either. You know, this is politeness, this is generosity, this is a gift mm-hmm. you give to everybody. You know, in the Far East, Japan, Thailand, yeah. they've worn masks for a long, long time.
1: It's yes, they have
0: because of the pollution, but mainly it's because of politeness. It's mainly they don't want to give their, their bad things to the other person, you know. And maybe, just maybe, we should think of this as something that's better and a better way of living.
1: I think human beings are adverse to change, and especially Americans. I can't say this about Canadians because you have a different mindset than us. We kind of live as if we're the center of the world and everything revolves around us. Um, And we're a little selfish and a little loud and a little rude and all of those things. So, you know, I think that we just are in that place where we don't want to be told by someone what to do. And that's just a silly thing it's just so silly
0: maybe that's another recalibration that has to happen you know george bush senior said we need a kinder gentler america yes we're, for let, sure it exists it's called canada you know we're, <laughs> yes. we're, we're just a, a different flavor of america you know we we do things in a gentle f- flash and you know when we bump into something someone in a crowd we say sorry You know, everything we do, we look at a person wrong, sorry, as if it's our fault. And I think people have to realize that everything you do comes from inside. And it's really about you, but you have to do it in a kinder, gentler, milder way. And that's what Canada really does. We we really are as ignorant and as uh, stupid and everything else as Americans. But we like to think we we know things a little bit more globally. You know, that little war called the Vietnam War that you had. We didn't participate in it because we decided that it really wasn't something we could win or anybody could win. Well, we were right at the end. Now, we did. I think
1: I, I think also kindness is really underrated. I think kindness is one of the biggest things. That is possible for human beings to figure out that they are kin and that they're connected. And I do a lot of consulting and training. You know, I have a training company. I teach uh, corporate executives and leadership and corp- and uh, communication. And one of my clients is Hard Rock, and I work with all their hotel executives. And Hard Rock was started as a cafe over fifty years ago, <clears throat> and it was blessed by a holy man. And it was given to the founders four mottos, which still exist today inside the corporation. And the mottos are all is one, um, love all, serve all, save the planet, and take time to be kind. And I think that is a huge thing that people don't realize, well, the power of kindness.
0: Mottos and, and listen to what, you know, 200 restaurants went out of business in the pandemic in Uh, 2020 in los angeles 200 major Mm -hmm. restaurants ones that have been around for 50 years and so why did they go out of business first of all they couldn't adapt to the times i mean to survive this you needed at least a year of savings or more Mm -hmm. or you needed to have delivery services that take people everything to their door now Thank this, these delivery service can get you food from any restaurant, any time of the day or night now. Uh, But the thing is, what really carried the load was those deep set values that were part of the companies. Without those deep set values, there really was no way to survive. There really was no way to pivot. There was no way to, because they had no moral basis. For survival, so they died. You know, every I, I get these blurbs in this. There's millions of restaurant chains that are going bankrupt. Mm-hmm. The entire chain is out of business. And when I look at that, why did that occur? It was because they had no moral underpinning. They had enough. I'll tell you a little story. You know, I won that Quilly award in Los Angeles.
1: Yeah, congratulations. I
0: go to the Hard Rock Cafe again. I've been a tourist in Los Angeles. I I meet the manager and and she said, you won the Quilly? Oh my God, your money's no good here. (laughs) Look, I'm a country bumpkin from Calgary that won an award for winning a a best-selling book. Now, I think the important thing is also there. The principle in that the Hard Rack Cafe is is to get you have to give. That's a principle of this 21st century that people don't realize. You Mm -hmm. have to give a little, you have to give a lot, and you have to give every day because then you get it back in the shovelfuls.
1: I totally agree with that. I mean, I think that's what you've been saying is this whole thing is a recalibration of many things. It's a recalibration of how we do business. It's a recalibration of how we educate ourselves. Uh, It's a recalibration of where we work and how we work. It's a recalibration of, you know, what is important to us. It's it's a lot of things. It's not I just about tell you a disease. I'm going
0: to about myself so that you all fill in the gaps here a little bit. I was a world-leading cosmetic surgeon. In 2 and 3, really? I was misdiagnosed as ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. Oh and I, no. Old, I had 6 months to live. My recalibration occurred right then. So I started giving back to society. Mm -hmm. I I sponsored an award called the Women of Distinction Award, because even now, women do not get the kudos they need, really. We treat them as second class citizens, even in America. I think how terrible it would be to be in India or Afghanistan or something. So I met a wonderful lady by the name of Harriet Tinka. Harriet Tinka was a world class model walking the cat ropes in New York. She got tired and burnt out in the field. It was terrible, she said. It's just awful. She, she wanted to do her second love, which was accounting. What she did is she ended up at the University of Calgary in Calgary, Alberta, and a terrible psychopath met her, and he stabbed her and left her for death. She literally almost bled to death. She doesn't know how she ended up in the hospital. At the hospital, she met a little girl called Amber, whose parents died in a car accident. A car accident. She was paralyzed by the from the waist down. But she was happy as a lark. She was wheeling down the ca- the hallways. She met Harriet and said, Harriet, what the hell are you moping about? You have to tell your story and get it out there. So when I put on this award, Harriet said, Dr. Laika, can I buy you lunch? Well, when uh-huh. Lady buys me lunch and fills my stomach. I'm going to go, you know? (laughs) So we talked to Lunches. He said, Dr. Laika, what we really have to do is write our book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life. Mm. And we wrote this book so we could help you. And we found 13 golden pearls that are deep down inside of every one of us, in which everybody has golden pearls that are more valuable than the real pearls that are made in the South Pacific. So that's my short story. and now That's that I, beautiful. Now I've got uh, a book out. So now that it's become a bestseller, I want it to become a best read book, because I think everybody <laughs> needs it right now.
1: Well, I'm certainly going to go and get it. And my story is a little bit like yours. I spent all of these years in front of people, and I always videoed my seminars, because I thought someday I'm going to write a book, and that would be a great way to do it, is I could transcribe these videos. <coughs> So I carried like literally hundreds of boxes around with me for tens and tens of years with all of my videos of my seminars and workshops. And for some reason, way before COVID, about a year before COVID, I got this amazing idea that what I should do is put my workshops, instead of carrying these boxes around anymore, I should just digitize everything and put it on a website and have a club that people could watch it online. And so now I have the Marsha Martin Club and you can go to marshamartinclub.com and it's all of my, you know, we keep putting more up interviews. We'll put this one up. And people pay $10 a month, and they get the same value from the comfort of their home that they would have to get if by they traveled all the way across Instead country. Instead
0: of $10,000 for your seminar, well, I, I, I'm joking, of course, <laughs> that they used yes, to
1: do yes. And well, so on and travel from yes. the world
0: to your three-day-long seminar and do all this hard work, they, now they can get into the comfort of their home at the That's touch right. of a finger. And so, so let's tell everybody again where to get your information because I want them not to miss it.
1: Okay, it's marciamartinclub.com, and it's M-A-R-C-I-A-M-A-R-T-I-N club.com. Wow. And you can and, go there and sign up and it's $10 a month and you can have seminars, workshops. They're all on video and you can listen to them at the in the comfort, like you say, of your own home.
0: Not everybody's going to do that. Not everybody's going to do that. So let's tell them some other ways they can get in touch with you. Maybe your website. Oh,
1: you yeah. We My it. website. Maybe
0: is, Facebook or something. Yep.
1: Yeah. You can find me on Facebook. Um, Marsha Martin, for sure. And I think it's under Marsha Martin Productions. And you can uh, email me at marsha at MarshaMartin.com. martin.com and you can go to my website, MarshaMartin.com. martin.com. So you can find me. Like like you, I'm old enough that I have enough things. I've been out there long enough that somebody's gonna be able to find me somehow.
0: I've got so much information on my hard drives. They almost crash all the time. I mean,
1: yep. it's good yep. that
0: you you can buy hard drives with uh so so much uh information now cheaply thank god because we can carry those boxes around on hard drives now that are the size of a of this book you know and uh, no problem all of it's there (laughs) the (laughs) problem is trying to access it because there's too much there
1: well i think people enjoy i mean people tell me that i've saved their marriages they tell me that they've doubled their profits in their company because of what they've done after they've learn certain principles and how to do things let's for re- me,
0: so let's reiterate it's the moral basis that you have that does mm-hmm. those things it's really the foundation is in here that does those things yeah. it's really the godsend is the foundation that's there and that yeah. truly is what make these companies survive and individuals survive in this time of morass So now people have to get in touch with themselves. They really have to find themselves. correct. They really have to go back to those principles of EST that were there years ago. They really have to go back to Now there are these many people that help people with principles, counselors, otherwise. Now that you know that you're messed up, now that you're (laughs) there, you've had problems. Now, come on, fix those problems. It's the right thing to do.
1: I always tell people, you know, the purpose of childhood is so you have something to work on when you're an adult,
0: (laughs) we're all messed up. We're almost at our end here. So I would like to say, please, if you, whatever platform you're looking at this on, whatever song, please like this and put a couple of comments. That way more people can share with us and we'll really do it. And if you'd like to get in touch with me, The best way to do that is Dr. Ellen Leica, D-R-E-L-L-E-N, Leica, L-Y-C-K-A dot com. That's my website, all my stuff there. And if you'd like a copy of my book, uh, please get it for free, 1313gpnow.ca. Thank you very much. Have a fantastic day. You've been listening to How to Live a Fantastic Life. Did you know that you can get a free copy of Dr. Leica's book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life? Yep. Just visit 13gpnow.ca and we'll send it right to you. That's the number 13gpnow.ca. And you'll want to subscribe right here on this page so you don't miss a single episode. We'll see you next week. Have a fantastic day.